0: Welcome to the Tempest Arcade Podcast. My name is Victor Marland, alias Vertvic. Hello, Tempest Arcade Podcast people. I'm Sean Holly. There he is. How are you, mate? I'm not bad. You, you've your beard is like two and a half feet long. Have you not been out for a haircut for a while?
1: No, no. I, I've got a shaver in the kitchen.
0: In the kitchen.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you do? Shave chickens with it or something?
1: I just I just shave my beard and then shave my head, and I keep forgetting to shave my beard. So I'm just tucking it in my pants now.
0: Oh, well, why not? You look like old father time. Very nice look. Good look. Yeah, yeah. So what are you been up are you, to? Right? You're right.
1: Me, me. All right. I've written here in me in the no shows due to stave off due to stave enough lockdown fever. I've been watching shed loads of Netflix and Amazon Prime. We're, wow. I've been watching loads of rubbish. Loads of. I've never watched much TV in my life. It's yeah. like you know, like marvel films and oh why do you
0: want to do that i
1: don't know just be really bored it's easy throw away you know you have a couple of beers you watch your film it's all right isn't it what is what is what i've watched are good and they're, they're both not on proper tv i watched clockwork orange which i've never seen oh really it was banned for a long long time wasn't it yeah god that's good and joker which i thought was really good as well I That's, can't
0: that... be asked to watch that because everyone banged on about it and I just don't care for any Marvel films. I really don't care.
1: Yeah, it's not Marvel at all. It's um it's just it's really it's about mental health, really. Yeah. But it, it's it's cleverly woven into the Bruce Wayne Batman origin story thing. But yeah, very good. Well you know very, the last
0: you know the last Joker film, um, which was one of the Batman mm-hmm. ones with um Heath Ledger, was it, before he died? Mm. That film, I think, could have been and would have been better if it was just a film about about terrorism. Because it mm. was just a terrorist film, but they just decided to put Batman and the Joker into it. And it was quite a good film, but it didn't really need the, the characters. I think it just could have been done with, with normal, sort of uh, believable characters rather than the you know the comic book characters. But it was quite a good film. But yeah, I just don't don't care for it. And I, I haven't watched... The only thing I watch on regular british terrestrial tv now is um the sewing bee because i mm. like those those and that and the um the great british break off when it's on because i love those silly so
1: in bee. How, does sewing it, bee. how does it how does it do that then it's got really long arms or something it's a mutant bee? yeah and it, it
0: operates um, a threading machine and overlocker and all that sort of stuff see i know what an overlocker is in everything
1: I'm going to watch that. Sewing bees
0: brilliant. It's really good. I like Is it. Is
1: it just one bee or like a full nest of them? Hive of them? It's
0: a hive of bees all sewing stuff. Shirts, trousers, bee trousers, bee shirts, bee oh, bikinis. Bet, it's brilliant.
1: I bet all the designs are like honeycombs, I, I, I,
0: aren't Hey, it's a bee <laughs> <laughs> I
1: bet all the designs are honeycombs and the, and the and the guys are saying, come on, bees, you know, sew some else. I mean, yeah, but it's a nice design, I bet they're saying, aren't they?
0: Don't be so stereotypical about bees.
1: That's just wrong. Perhaps there's bees that, that do other stuff. I bet there's loads of... I bet there's honeypots. Honey pots. Do they do honeypots on jumpers? Sure. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> We're not getting off to a good start. We're we? not really.
0: Should Don't. we do some game gaming-related stuff? Yeah. I, I have been playing the Zelda game, Link's Awakening. Um, yeah. I did lose interest in it a little bit while I was playing it, but it's picked up again. It's picked up again. It's good. Is that good. the
1: Switch reboot thing?
0: Yes. It's a really cute little game. I like it. I got a bit frustrated with it and a bit bored with it because it's one of those games where you can only do certain things. And you haven't got the ability to do certain things until you overcome something. So you can't pick up rocks until you get this certain thing, and you can't jump until you've done certain things, and you can't swim until you've done certain things. So now Sounds I've got
1: like the original. Yeah.
0: Now I've got into it a bit more. I can do more things, and it's uncovered more parts of the map, and I can go to places I've never been before, and it's good. It's really good. I really like it. Um, it sort of got off with a bit of a slow start, and then I'm getting into it now. And it, as you progress through it, you can move around quicker because you open up, like, transform ports, port, so you can sort of, like, jump to different parts of the map, which makes it a lot mm-hmm. less tedious to play when you're just sort of moving around. With them. You can actually just jump to certain parts and do things quicker. So I quite like it, but I need to try and finish it, and apparently it's not a very long game. I've got sort of halfway through it now. I think I've got four of the eight instruments. But I need to get it done quickly because the new Shantae game came out the other day, and I love the Shantae games.
1: It's I sort of a similar game, is it?
0: No, no. Shantae is more of a sort of Metroidvania kind of thing, but it's a sort of platform where you go backwards and forwards, like doing different stuff. And the thing about Shantae is you play this little belly dancing girl, and she can transform into different creatures that have different abilities. So. Mm-hmm. When you transform into an elephant, you can stomp like bricks and, and you can move stuff out of the way. And then you can go into a little tiny mouse. You can get little areas and maybe a bat can fly and just stuff like that. And it's, it's a really, really cutesy game. And it's just really, really well presented. And I love it. The last two were absolutely brilliant. I love them. I really like them a lot. And it first appeared on the Game Boy Color. And it was like really revered because everyone thought it was a Game Boy Advance game. It was so good. And it was one of the last games on the Game Boy Color to come out. And I think if you want an original one nowadays, it's a thousand quid. God, it's maybe not that much, but it's it's really expensive for an original. You can get um, copy ones quite easily, uh, but if you want an original one with a box and all that sort of stuff, it's very it's really expensive. Just because there weren't, weren't many of them released, I think at the end of its life. God. So there's that one. Wife's well, still playing a lot of Animal Crossing, which I still enjoy. Just sitting down, relaxing, watching a play and talking about. The new fish she's found and the new insects and stuff. It's it's one of those bizarre games. It's not really a game, it's just a thing. Yeah. You just you know, you do stuff and it's just fun to watch. It's really weird. Why do
1: people like doing that? It's it's a big thing, isn't it? These simulators are a big thing. They're kind of relaxing. Like drive driving across Canada in a truck truck simulator or something. And it's just I I would imagine it's relaxing. I haven't got any of them, but Oh I've got
0: It's not for me at all. It really isn't, but I don't mind watching it. It's, it's fun to watch because wife's been so agitated with everything going on. She can't concentrate on her reading, which is one of her mm. big loves. So she's just been relaxed in doing this. Yeah, so I can, I can imagine. Great. It's, it's great for that. I'm, I'm 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 sure Nintendo have sold lorry loads of the things because you know people mm. just and it's really really popular and people go into it in in an immense way they really do there's there's online stuff where you can work out your turnip prices and there's things showing you how to cross pollinate the flowers and it's just it's really complicated when you go into it it's not that simple but it it just it presents itself in such a way you don't have to do anything you just do what you want and that's the appeal to it I suppose
1: Mm, very nice very very nice
0: I have bought let me get it down off of here
1: some foley effects
0: look at this Sean I'm opening my box Look at this. Oh, look, look at box that.
1: in the box, Vic. Look, look. You know what is, don't you? It's a green thing with black things on it and blue things. It's a circuit board. Yes. Yeah. This is
0: It is a Scope Trex. We put it away. I don't want to lose
1: that. I've heard of it.
0: A Scopetrex basically is a Vectrex, which is one of my favourite consoles, a Vector console, reimagined on a brand new PCB with new parts, but it works on a scope, on an oscilloscope. So you've got to have an oscilloscope screen to run it on.
1: Like, hard. Because oh, it's analogue
0: vector, that's why. Yeah, you can get big ones, I suppose, but yeah, usually quite small. But the idea is, I haven't actually got a scope at the moment. I might buy a second-hand one to, to run it on. But what my idea is, is, well, this, this thing's brand new. If someone's designed a brand-new circuit board for it, and it uses slightly different parts to the original, it uses a very slightly faster processor, but you can still get them off the shelf. It uses an up. It uses a more common sound chip because the sound chip on a Vectrex is getting harder and harder to find, but it's very similar to a very, very common one, the AY38910, AY. yeah. The yeah, one that's yeah. in loads and loads and loads of arcade games. So it uses that, and it uses standard joystick ports because on the, the Vectrex they're a bit, bit weird and you've got to sort of shave bits off to get them in properly. And what I'm going to do with it, what I'm trying to do is to get Cleverer people than I to make a PCB up to make a deflection board to make a smaller vector screen, black and white vector screen. You know, those little black and white travel TVs you can get or you used to get. Well, I've got one and they're quite easy to get hold of. And what I I want to do is when when you use a a normal analog, sorry, a normal raster screen or black and white screen for vector, you've got to rewind the yoke. You've got to do it because it's, it just mm. won't work without. It. And you've got a different deflection board and all this sort of stuff. And people have reproduced deflection boards to work with these tiny screens. And you have to obviously rewind the yoke. And it's, there's tutorials how to do it. It doesn't seem that difficult. It's a bit of bit of work, but it's quite good. But what my idea is, or what I want to do, is because you can get the scope tracks anywhere. You can't just buy it as is. You've got to build it yourself. You can buy the PCBs. You can send off them and print as many as you like. It's all open source. And I bought one off someone who. who, who Got them printed. It was things ten quid for the PCB, and you also get two controller PCBs. So you can actually make your own controllers with them if you wanted to, which is worth ten quid on its own. Mm. And then you buy all the parts, which is about I think it's about eighty quid for all the parts, and you solder them on yourself. So if you're any good at soldering, it's fairly easy to do. You just got to follow the instructions. There's no problem. And then you have got to find this screen. Obviously, we can just use a scope to test it with. But what I want to do is actually make a mini Vectrex. Did you see the mini Vectrex that was found a few years ago?
1: No. There was a is prototype... It, is it an oscilloscope, oscilloscope got a long neck. It's got a really long neck. Am I thinking that right, or is that not...
0: All, all tube TVs have got quite long necks, and the small tubes, yeah. they look oversized because they're almost as long as a, a normal size one. Yeah, they're, they're quite long, yeah. Yeah, thought, yeah. Right, um, go on, sorry. But this this scope tracks is... Um, it's, it's a brand new thing, and it seems to be it's very reliable, and it works exactly the same as a Vectrax, same hardware as a Vectrax. So it, in in essence, it is a Vectrax. And Vectrax are getting harder and harder to find, and they're getting pricey as well. So I think yeah. this is the future. And the the mini one that was found a while, but was a prototype that GCE did, but it was only like a 5-inch screen. It was a tiny little thing. It was only about, about 7 inches square and about 10 inches deep, 10 or 12 inches deep, and it had little... Um, Almost like nest control pads, rather than that big, bulky thing, it had little c- control pads, and I want to try and produce the control pads because the scope tracks have been made, which you can get easily and do. Hopefully some clever people are going to produce the deflection boards and you know work out a way of doing the rewinding and stuff. you've got to do it yourself. So that's the screen done, which is the hardest part, I think, and then I can do the controllers because I can design the controllers and hopefully get them molded somehow. But it's all pie in the sky at the moment. I mean, I'm going to do a prototype one for myself, and I'll have that, and I'll probably take it to shows. And I'm going to make obviously a, a big case to hold the whole lot in as well, which I have to sort of work out how to do. Maybe get a um, a thin steel one bent up, you know, fabricated, and maybe welded mm. it up. I don't know, but that's what I want to do. Make sort of these these inverted commas new Vectrex. because you know vectries, vectrices. <laughs> You know, because they are getting harder and harder to to find.
1: If you want a lift doing the (laughs) deflection boards, I'll give you a lift. I'll give you a lift, mate. Because uh, deflection is like a mirror, isn't it? Like you look at your... uh, That's a reflection, but it's probably similar. You could put one of them in your Vectrex to deflect whatever you're on about. Is it electricity or something or some magic? Jelly. Jelly or jam. Put that in, sorted. I'll I'll do you one. What size do you want? Five-inch. Okay. Do you want it framed? Do you want it, you want it like a, with a nail so you can put it on the wall? It's going to be a mirror, by the way. Do you
0: want... You're She's going to make me a mirror, and that's going to make the vectors bounce onto my screen, is it?
1: I'm going to put it on a board, so it'll be like a deflection board. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So it's not hard. Like I, could, I could get one. I know, shops are shut. So, I could get one, yeah, you know what I
0: was on. saying earlier, when we were back mm. in the real world? You know, I was saying earlier about how difficult it is to get all of Vectrex. I'm going to come on to my next my next pickup now. I got another Vectrex. How many have you got now? Three. I got Ooh. a Vectrex from France, from someone on uh, Vectrex Fans Unite Facebook page. It was €50. Euros because God. it was faulty. And I was going to Waitrose one night, and I had to wait in a queue, and I was just loading my phone, and I went, "Oh, I'll have that. And it was like... The message was, was put on there like three minutes before I saw it. So I obviously got on there quick and said, I'll have that, yes, please. How much is the delivery? What postage? was that? I think it cost me, in total, to get it to my work, £83. God, that's for not a bad, is it? I got it home. Within half an hour, I had it working. What did so you do? I, it's a win, isn't it? I took it apart, and I looked inside, and... Everything seemed okay. It wasn't necked. It wasn't broken. When you turned it on, nothing on screen. You could hear the, the transformer working. You could hear it buzzing inside very slightly. So you knew power was going to... I checked a few things. I knew power was going to certain areas. Okay, the power's okay. Because that's sort of a common problem sometimes. I looked at the voltage regulators, which is usually a problem, which is it turns... It makes voltage smaller. So if 9 volts is going in or 12 volts is going in, it knocks it down to 5 volts. Or, and this one was 5 and minus 5 obviously used on, on the circuit board for doing stuff internally. So I checked those, and they checked out right. But I changed them anyway, because I got I got some in, in my stock, and they're about a pound each. So I thought, I might as well change them while I'm here. I changed a few caps, just in case, but I knew that wasn't the problem, because that wouldn't stop it working. And one of the chips in there is a, is a chip called a 6522. And I don't even know what it does, actually, but I know the VIC-20 and the Commodore 64's got one in, and I think the BBC's got one as well. It's a, some kind of controller chip. So I thought, oh, I've got one of them. I'll just whip this one out and put a new one in just in case it's that. Ping worked.
1: Mm, so it turned knowledge, on. Isn't it? You can hear, no,
0: it's just hit and miss with me.
1: That's how I fix things. Knowledge and skill have saved you hundreds of pounds. So
0: I turned the damn thing on and you could hear the buzz come on and the screen came on, but the sound sounded really weird. I was like, oh, that didn't sound right. So I put the test cart in, put my joystick in there because it didn't come with a joystick either. And when I went through the different areas of the, the test cart, Button 4 was stuck in all the time. So it's the sound chip, which is a really, really common thing. All three of my Vectrex have had new sound chips. Mm. So I've ordered a sound chip, and the ones that came from Arcade Shop were the A versions. It's got like an A on the end, so it's a slightly newer version. And they won't work for some reason, so I'm not sure why. I've, I've, I've emailed Arcade Shop, because they reckon they worked in Vectrex, and they don't. So I've emailed them, and hopefully when I get that back, it will be working, be fine. Screen's good on it. Um, all the test cart, all the bits on the test cart work, apart from the uh, the controllers, obviously, because that's what what the sound chip controls as well. So I've got a really lucky one there. Fifty euros for a Vectrex. How cool is that? That is good. What I'll probably do is I'll I'll make one of my controllers to go with it, and I'll sell it to one of my friends who wants a Vectrex because they're, they're getting hard to find. I'll sell it for a good price, um, and that's it. Another Vectrex saved. How cool is that? I've actually got if you if you. Sort of think of my scope as a Vectrex. So I've got four, which is getting silly, <laughs> isn't it? It's getting silly. So, yes, I will get rid of the third one, I don't need it.
1: I suppose you, you need backups, don't you? Something like that. But I reckon, like you say, it'll, it'll soon there's such a demand for them, someone will reproduce them pretty cheaply. Well, that's it's... what the scope is for.
0: No no one, no one in the right mind, no company is going to make a Vectrex because you know you can't get the CRTs anymore with a Vectrex technology as well. The vector mm. technology, it's going to be even more difficult. You can't just get them off the shelf. So, if if we can use the, the scope tracks and get one of the, the clever people off the forums to make a PCB or a chassis, whatever you want to call it, for the monitor and then have, a, have a, a tutorial how to rewind the, the neck windings on a, on a monitor, that's the best bet, I think. Because you're going to have a proper yeah. CRT tube screen on there with a proper analog playing an original. The original ROMs as well, because you've got the old the ROM for it. And it's actually got a cartridge slot, so you can play cartridge games on it as well. I'm really looking mm, forward to doing good. it. Especially yeah, in, a, in a mini, games. In a mini um, case as well. I think it's going to look awesome. I really like it. So I've been doing that. Uh, what else have I been up to? Oh, I took a distanced trip, a careful, safe trip, when it was easier to, to get to people, <laughs> to see Smarty Martin down in Fleet. Yeah. And he looked at my Space Invaders PCB for me because my Space Invaders cocktail cabinet isn't working at the moment. i was just getting mm. a white screen on the monitor, but the gameplay's blind. You can hear it playing in the background. Just a white raster monitor. So while I was there, I wore my face mask at all time. We sat far apart on the table. And we found out that the PCB is working absolutely fine. When Martin put it on his Jammer loom, his adapter, uh, it played just fine. Absolutely fine, nothing wrong with it. So oh, for God's sake, it's a monitor then. And he had the monitor fixed not that long ago, six months ago, if that, because the monitor stopped working for a little while. And it's just got a white screen. I'm not sure what's going on with it. I really don't know. So I pulled the monitor chassis out when I got home, and Martin was running me through a few tests on on um, text message. And I was testing a few things on it. I pulled out some transistors, tested those, They're all all working fine. So it's a bit of a mystery why it's not working. I've got an idea now. I was thinking about it work today. What might be wrong with it, and I'll try that. Post- possibly later on if I don't have enough time. So something simple gone wrong with it somewhere. I don't know what it is, but something simple's gone wrong with it
1: because it Constantly seems to... simple.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a pain in the ass actually. I'm a bit annoyed, but I wanted to play Space Invaders little while. Well, actually, when I found out it had gone wrong, it's when we were playing Balloon uh, Balloon Bomber. Mm-hmm. So I've got a version of Balloon Bomber on my multi-board on there, on the multi space vaded board, and I wanted to play that on it. That's when I wanted, wanted to play it, and that's when I found out it was going wrong. So, yeah, I need to get a fix. It's bugging me. that I don't like having machines that aren't working. It bothers me. <laughs> Harumph. Do
1: you want to know what games I've been playing? Because with the added time that we have in this weird environment that we're in, I've I've gone back to Borderlands 2. You're mad about the... that, you? I oh, know, it's just a nice shooter. Just three or four hours a week, not a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm nearly getting to the end of all the DLC released for it, but there's lots of little side missions I haven't done. So I'm so still you're enjoying single that. single
0: game on it? Are you you're not playing multiplayer?
1: No, I've never liked online play with anyone else. I've always Neither liked single I. play.
0: Neither have I. Never liked that. don't
1: like it. Also,. Also, I've played this a while ago, but I'm back into it again. Viper Phase 1, oh, which yeah. is a, a spin-off from Raiden. They call it like Raiden in space. It's about, right. I do about 1995 or something, but it's, it's a fantastic looking game. Play's great. It's auto-fire. Oh, yeah. By default. So I think it's at that time when the, anything Japanese is just banging auto-fire and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's it's absolutely awesome. It's so cool. The only thing is... You don't get extra lives, so you start with three lives, and And that's it. it. I I think. I think. Yeah.
0: What does it compare to to Ryden DX? Because Ryden DX, I've only had a really, really brief game of, and it looks like Ryden One and Two, my favourite of the Rydens. It looks very similar. It's like a remix of those two. Is it anything like that? If it is, it's good.
1: I'd say it's a lot better than the Rydens. Oh, (laughs) you know, I'm not a fan of them. They're all right, but yeah, the, the. all the power ups are really decent, and you can shoot stuff in the face.
0: shoot stuff right in the face. Yeah,
1: really really good, Sounds a good. Goodly,
0: I know people love that game. We we'll have to do little anyway. animated
1: backgrounds and all, all sorts of stuff. Like little men running around below you, little tiny pixels as you shoot in the sky. I like it. Guess what else? Guess what, what, else? else? Go Guess on. what else? Guess what else? Guess what else? I, I've been. I think. Yeah, the things that are missing on in the in Mame and the arcade things a first person shooters a good like that's why I'm playing Borderlands 2 and a nice skiddy racing game you can play like at work I can play like Initial D and Sega Rally and and Outrun 2 and all that but at home I was thinking thinking back to when I used to play like Colin McRae Rally 2 on an old PC and I thought I'd love a game like that so I've been looking around and I thought why don't I just get Colin McRae Rally 2 so I found it on an Abandonware site (laughs) oh cool (laughs) downloaded it on oh yeah i had to get rid of manjaro sorry manjaro oh I had, I poor manjaro I, I downloaded it on a laptop put windows 7 on and yeah. it wouldn't run so because i had to, had to run it in compatibility mode with xp and put some patches in and i Yay. got it running oh good oh, brings back memories keyboard only because I, I got really good with the keyboard like accelerate brake hand rate left and right
0: oh on a racing game that doesn't sound right you need a steering wheel
1: mate yeah well, you can't at home can you but it's just I wish you can you get a steering wheel. And, the, yeah. You can get, get them down
0: at CEX or something for 20 quid, I expect.
1: There's one in the car. Just rip so it out. Up. Just take get the dash out of the car and just plunk it on heavy. your, on your like sofa. It's are right. It's my favourite ever skiddy racer. I think the only thing I ever liked as much as it was a PlayStation 3 game. And that was Colin McRae. Colin McRae Dirt 2. Yeah. Dirt 3 got dirty. It started, you had to do like,
0: Mother you had to nut. do tr-
1: tricks, trick bloody Levels like donuts Mm. and dodging through cones, and I didn't like that. I just like the solid rallying. You know,
0: you're like me. When you've got a game, if it's a platform game, you want to do platforming. You don't want to be Mm. flying around the sky or or driving around or whatever, or running after someone. You want to do platforming. Otherwise, you go and play a game with that involved with it. Yeah, that really bugs me when they add extra bits into it. It's annoying.
1: It's 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 got a little bit of mechanics on it where you have to like tinker with a suspension and i just ignore all of that just ignore it yeah just it, play hit the button and play game. default and all you do is change your tires if it's snow you have snow tires if it's gravel you have you know that kind of thing that's all i do and then i'm i'm, I'm on the third rally i think i've done i'm on sweden god skiddy sweden's right skiddy oh what's that vic
0: this i'm showing you on the webcam is t- a neo geo snk mini Ooh. remember i said i bought one from america for yeah. some reason, on American Amazon, they're $30. They've come down to $30. They were $100 when they first came out. So I thought, that's the right price for me. I'm having one. So my mate John Singletary in Miami got one for me, and he sent it to me through the post. Thank you very much, it's John. Mixed reviews on them, isn't it? Um, I think they're quite good, but the joystick lets it down. The joystick's really fudgy. Mm, it, it's an analogue joystick, touch. and it, it it's not great for anything really because i found out that the the diagonal the diagonal on it the diagonal area of the the movement of the joystick is obviously a 360 movement because it's an analog the the analog sorry the the diagonal part of it is very small so when you try and get into a diagonal you go from up to right and in the middle of there it's only got a small area which will hit a diagonal so when you're playing fighting games or trying to play you know like a sort of a space shooter it's quite difficult to get where you want to go it seems to sort of go up and down okay and left and right but not for the for the diagonals and it really mm. bothers me but the rest of it the screen's lovely the sound sounds okay the games are emulated really nicely i've hacked it already obviously i followed a little guide to hack it put loads of other games on there
1: cuz all you i want to do it on your tv
0: no i haven't i'm bothered with that yet i'm not really too worried about it. I, I bought it cuz it, it's small and i want it to be small and um the hacked games. What I want to do is just have the Neo Geo library on it. I don't want to put anything else on there. But when you put the the hacked software on it, it comes with a load of games on there. It's like there's Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Snes. There's loads of stuff on there you don't really need. It's like I don't want everything on it. I've got lots of, I've got hundreds of other things I can play. Everything on, you know, I've got I've got a an EverDrive for my Snes, an EverDrive for my my NES an never drive my pc engine i can play everything on the pi if i wanted to on a computer whatever so i just wanted the neo geo to play neo geo games on and it didn't have my favorite on there wacky wacky seven which is a great game and some of the shooters i really like as well so i wanted to just put there's about a hundred maybe 80 to 100 games on there i think and i want to just, just put the neo geos on there so i'm still trying to find an image with just the neo geo games on which would be nice i don't need all the other rubbish on there and there is ways of you can edit the software list, which I have to sort of look into, and it's a bit fiddly to do. But the idea of it is, um, I might I might take it apart. Not now because I've got too much on at the moment. Take it apart and make a mini out of it, like a proper handheld with a battery in it. Because the thing with that, which is a bit bit weird, is you've got to plug it in to a plug. It goes. It's USB C into a USB, you know, sort of little little plug. You plug in. The, oh, the I've lanes. heard
1: that. It's not. Pos- Probably it's not portable really, is it? Yeah,
0: you think it would be so you can take it on the train, planes, automobiles with you, but it isn't and a lot of people have, have modded it to do that so what I want to do is probably take it apart, take it out of the case and make a digital stick for it, because analog just doesn't seem right for all those games you can make digital sticks quite easy, it's easy to convert it over, and make a little um, I'm thinking about making like a, a Game Boy Advance shaped controller, you know, handheld right. with a battery in it, so you've got the the D-pad on the left-hand side, and your four buttons on the right-hand side, and the screen in the middle, rather than an original Game Boy shape, which I think Ben Heck did a little while ago, made a nice job of that. So I'm thinking about doing that, not just now, because I've got time to do it. And also, someone has been quite clever and designed a 3D-printed octagonal restrictor for it. So you can actually draft in a little octagonal restrictor, so you can actually click it into place, which is quite clever.
1: They're I always been... renowned for their good sticks, weren't they? SNK that all, all the even the D pads were now known to be really good, weren't they?
0: Yeah, I remember I had a Neo Geo Mini. Remember the original Neo Geo Minis that came out, the little handhelds.
1: Mm, and Neo Geo Pocket,
0: yeah, that's right? it. Sorry, Neo Geo Pocket. That's the mini. That's the Pocket. Yeah, you're right. That had a really nice micro switch stick on it. Well, it was like a D pad, but it had micro switches. You could feel the switch, and it felt really nice. And I don't know why I didn't just use that with a stick in the top of it. That would have worked much better. Much better. Mm. But that thing is its a nice little thing, actually. For $30, you cannot go wrong. Honestly, it's really worth $30. It really is. Which is what I'm hoping a lot of these minis that I quite like will, will go down in price, too. Because the other mini that's been announced lately is the Game Gear mini. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's You'll this, hate it, it's tiny.
1: It's ridiculous, it's one and a half inch screen. You know God.
0: when the Game Boy Advance Micro came out with like a 1.75, that that plays yeah. really nicely and it feels good in your hand, it feels like a quality product. The mm. Game Gear is smaller than that and that is just getting silly. But when it's that four thing comes down, there's four of them and they've got four games on each, which isn't enough games, It's just that's just ridiculous. But I think it's more of a sort of, Commemorative gimmicky thing than a, 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 a serious game. It really isn't serious. It's just like a, to a commemorate like 60 years of Sabre and all this sort of stuff. And you can get the, the Ooh, different yeah. colours. You can get a black, a light blue, a yellow, and a red one. And the light blue one looks really really nice. And what I'm thinking is when they do come down in price, I think they're 40 quid each, something like that. They come out for. But when they come down in price, yeah. I'll snap one up. And what I'm thinking is making it bigger is making it twice mm. the size. So, you so can a have normal like, Game Gear? Not quite. i sort of in the middle of a Game Gear and a Game Gear Mini, I suppose. If you put like a two-inch screen on it and made it around that, I think it'd be a nice size. And obviously, you, you can, I'm sure someone will hack loads of games onto it by then as well. So that'd be quite good. But yeah, good. It, it lovely, But It looks lovely, but it is really small. Like, that is just getting silly. Even for my good eyes, I, I think I'd be squinting at that a little bit. Mm. Oh, John also sent me some um, magnets, instruction magnets. What they are is. I love magnets. Oh, I love magnets, mate. They're instructions okay. for um, the Berserk multi, the Space Invaders multi, and asteroids. Yeah, the asteroids multi. And it tells you how to get. It tells you how you can get in and out of the, the menus and stuff like that. And you can stick them onto your cab because they're magnetic. They're really nice quality. They're lovely. Really good. So thank you for that, John. And he also sent me this. Now, I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to describe it to people. This is a My Arcade Retro Machine. It's shaped like a little crappy cabinet, actually. And the hilarious thing about this, I've turned it on. It's got some hilar- It's got 200 games on it, right? And they're obviously NES games.
1: Mm. But they're not... NES on a chip.
0: Yeah, NES on a chip. It- but it's not decent NES games that have been renamed and rebadged graphics. It's basically games that maybe a 12-year-old's made in their spare time. And the names are great on this. You've got stuff like Vanguard, mm-hmm. Crystal Ball, Rabbit Village.
1: <laughs> that sounds good.
0: Utmost Warfare. <laughs> what else we got on here? Uh, Movebox which I think you, box which I think you move a box in that's it let's that
1: suck oh,
0: oh, whoa 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 fish war I'm gonna load up fish war see what it's like
1: sounds good sounds you good fish, win, fish
0: wars I can see a
1: shark definitely nest music
0: Yeah. oh what's going on oh I can see some fish oh that's me there I'm a the pink thing oh this is bad oh no oh, oh. Sean, oh, it's music again. We'll stop that, shall we? Let's just do a few more names while we're here. Hammer and nail. Oh. Forest adventure. Whoa. Golden bird.
1: Yes.
0: Dejectile. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. What's deformable? I'm having a look at that. Press start button. Okay. Ooh. Oh, you know what this is? It's what? basically bump and jump.
1: No, that other one I don't like. Bone and rubber. Mm, same game. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, I, I've I, played I, Deformable 2, even more deformed. I've right, played that. I'll just turn it off, shall I?
0: <laughs> but that is hilarious that John sent me. It's it's very funny. I'll have to take it. Next time we meet up, I'll take and make you play some games on it.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Right. I'll tell you what I got.
0: Well, you've got actually, some
1: pickups. Oh, well done! I actually, got a pickup. Did I tell you, you got a wireless mouse? Did I tell you that? A wireless,
0: a, a, a cordless mouse. A mouse without a tail.
1: Yeah, because I kept because I sit on in on on my sofa in the man cave with the with the wired mouse, and it kept getting wrapped around my legs, and I kept pulling it. Out. So I got like a wireless mouse. I also got a Raspberry Pi Four. Oh, okay. which weekend. which model
0: did you get? Which memory? Uh,
1: i couldn't get the 8 gig the only one that was available was 4 gig i got an 8 gig Mm. But it's it's absolutely awesome i loaded it up with like mame games and just just 16-bit and 8-bit emulators but i was playing right i've played there's i think it's called final burn neo which is the new final burn alpha apparently so it's an emulator yeah and there's a, the the MAME that comes with RetroArch, which is MAME 2003. I haven't put Advanced MAME on yet. Yeah. So th- so those, I was playing them, and I thought, this is playing really well. Very little lag. It's playing pretty good. And then I noticed there's no screen tearing. And oh. I thought, hang on a minute. This is an LCD. I'm playing on a Samsung LCD, and there's no screen tearing. I said, what's going on? And there's no real noticeable proper bad lag it's like a normal lcd lag i'd say like the other one you know you're not you're not going to get crt precision but how is it doing that because you put you put on a raspberry pi 3 and it's just noticeable if you put v-sync on v-sync is on but it's i don't know what it's doing i have to look into it there's an actual in the settings now there's a latency option and you can go in and change that so i've just left it but it's it's really really good. I've I've been testing it against like, games on them inside out, like nineteen forty two and Vulgus and stuff. Mm. I've been testing it on my PC, which has got that low lag LCD on it, and it's it's yeah. near enough the same. Wow. Well, it's it's really. I don't know what they're doing, but it's it's. I've not overclocked it or anything. It's just really good.
0: I boasted about having an eight gig um, memory pi 4 and i've never used it i bought it when it, <laughs> the like the, the week it came out and i luckily got one and i've never used it because there was a problem with the video hardware on it or the video software i can't remember what it was now i remember rich chunks in telling me about it and they couldn't Mame couldn't use it properly or it was something incompatible still
1: yeah, there's still CRT problems, I think, with it. Yeah, it's and drivers, I've never used but...
0: it, but it's sort of coming along now. I think they've had a bit of a breakthrough. But on that, if you notice, there's two micro HDMI ports. You can actually run two monitors on it.
1: Yes, there is. So, yeah.
0: you know, there's possibilities for running two screen games, perhaps. That'd be fun. Imagine Darius Ooh. on there. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it?
1: I've I've got it. I've got a frame counter. I've set up a frame counter. So it's a solid 60 frames per second or 50 frames if you're playing like Gabo stuff. Yeah. So I've played. Just going through I have played Gunhead on the PC engine. Perfect. Super Alest on the SNES. Perfect. Yeah. Trucks trucks done. What have I put there? Thunder Force, Mega Drive fine. Even Dodon Daijou on on mame is is really good. Wow. So I don't I don't know what trickery they're doing, but no screen tearing. On it's LCD. witchcraft. Is and very little lag. Even Wonder Boy, which is which is just oh, a that's
0: that's the one you can really see, can't you?
1: Yeah, it is slightly jerky, slightly, but there's no tearing.
0: Do you know what? I um, someone told me once the the only way you can usually tell if Wonder Boy is a bootleg PCB, not just emulation of PCB, if it tears the screen tears because the bootleg boards can't run it properly. It's only an original board, doesn't have the screen tear in there. So if you, you can see screen tear, it's emulated or it's a bootleg board. The other one you can really tell on, on emulation is Pacmania. Oh, I'll try that. Yeah, have a look at Pacmania and see if that sort of jumps about. Because it jumps about on my Macs. It's only running um, vanilla SLK main, whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called now.
1: SDL main. SDL name, sorry. The that's the one. So I was trying Volga side by side on them. Yeah. And on the PC. There's screen tearing. Vulgus is art for some reason. Screen tearing and the ripples that you get—that kind of wave yeah. effect. Yeah, yeah. But nothing on on the Pi, and it's they're going the same speed. So I don't know what's going on, but someone must know. But it's I like really it. I like I'm well. It. I'm well impressed. It's, I think it's only fifty-four quid. And Then I got all the got a decent power supply and a big, a fast memory card, a fastest memory card. You know, one of them. It's so quick. It's gone. U three. U three is it? That means 30, I think that's thirty megabytes a second.
0: Oh wow! Was okay. it
1: megabits? Anyway, I've no idea about
0: that sort of thing. The ones I run on, I just I've got loads lying around. But yeah, maybe I'll um, if I get time, I'll have a look at my Pi four. It. It's in. A, I made a nice case for it and everything. I just never used the damn thing.
1: It's a, a real shame. A as well. I was going to make a case out of a box, but I didn't bother. What
0: well, an old shoebox um, so with a yeah, fan in it.
1: And a, I've got me nest controller, like this really good quality nest contro- snares controller. Sorry, so happy days, mate. Good, sounds nice. Oh, shut up about it now. Sorry.
0: Talking of main roms,
1: mm. um,
0: I, I spent some time on my ponies. I've got a vertical and a horizontal pony running main on both of them. Same computers on both. Running groovy main and. What I wanted to do is put all the games that we've played on there. So I could have like a little menu. You press a few buttons and you get to just the 10 pence arcade menu. And it shows all the games that we've ever played. And I was doing a vertical one. And I saw a quick game of Donkey Kong Jr. Because my Donkey Kong Jr. board in my little machine was being a bit weird. I've got a change of proms, I think. And I noticed that the sound was wonky on there. It's just like, like has mm-hmm. wonky sound going all over the place. And I noticed the game just didn't seem right. And I was talking to Mr. Tronads about it. Ping for Mr. Tronads, help me out with that. (laughs) And I noticed that the sounds on Donkey Kong Jr. and also on the sounds on Donkey Kong, because it's similar hardware, were off. And I noticed a few little tiny things on other games as well. And what I was doing, I was looking at it, and Mr. Tronads was telling me some different MAME settings in MAME you need to change. And I also changed to the Groovy MAME version 2.21, the newest version, and I noticed it wasn't saving high scores, even though the high score uh, pieces of software and the certain settings were all turned on. It wouldn't save games, so I reverted back to 203, I think, and it saves games fine. But it's still got this problem with the sound. So what I did is I went into got got into it with the keyboard and mouse, and I ran it via a command line in Windows. So you, when you just you type in Mame64 DK Junior, press a button, or Donkey Kong J, whatever it's called. And when you finish the game, it it reports frames per second and everything. And it was only running at like 99.2%. I was like, hold on a minute. This computer was way fast enough to run that. It it, it should run that without a doubt, no problem at all. So there was obviously a problem going on. And it took me ages. And Mr. Tronos was telling me different settings to set. I mean, I think he got his fine. It was okay. And I actually worked it out just by chance myself. In MAME.ini, there is... um, a setting in the OSD video options, which is on-screen display video options, and it was set to D three D, and this was doing something to slow down certain games by just a fraction. That you'd notice the direct, sound goes weird.
1: Direct X three D, that isn't it?
0: Yeah. So what I did is I changed that to auto. It, it makes no difference to the games at all, and it gets rid of that lag, that sound problem. And mm. when I when I pressed escape to come out of it in in command line mode, it reported hundred percent every time. So I've got rid of that. I've done, sorted that problem out. So if you've got a problem with your sound sounding a bit weird or games not quite running properly, have a look in your main.ini and see if that OSD video option is set to D3D. If it is, change it to auto and it'll work. Mm. But I still can't get the new versions of GroovyMame to save the high scores, even though the High Score.dat is in there and all the settings and plugins are turned on. But I'm okay with running version 203. All the ROMs run. I actually got all the 10 pence arcade ROMs in there on both machines. They all work fine. And when we play a new game, I'll just add it to it and add it to the list and play yeah. it on the machines rather than playing on a PC all the time or, or a Mac or whatever. So I like playing it actually on a cab. It seems to be more authentic for the podcast to do some proper research and play it on a cab with joystick and buttons on a proper cabinet. I like doing that.
1: A lot of things on Linux if they're if they're not saving, it's to do with permissions. It's to do with Oh God. Yeah, you might you might have to run it as administrator or something on Windows. I don't oh know.
0: God no, I just can't be bothered with that. I had another problem with Windows on this computer it's in front of me now, what I use for bits and bobs in main. And I won't go into how much I hate Windows, but I really <laughs> hate Windows. And it just did it out of the blue. Just I I use this computer for like three different things, right? It's looking at the internet, so when when I'm Doing some soldering, or whatever. I have it in front of me, so I can look at notes and things like that. And I use MAME every now and again to do a bit of bobs, and that's all I use it for. And one of the drives stopped working for no reason. It just said, "I can't see it." The drive's dirty. What? Check disk. I can't. The drive's dirty. I can't unmount it. What? Oh, I sorted out in the end, but it was such a pain. So that's the thing with these Windows computers; they just go wrong on their own. You're like, what? Why have you? Huh? What? Why have you gone wrong? I've done anything.
1: Microsoft have been very friendly with the Linux community at the minute, so the Linux community is getting a bit worried. Yeah, because I, I, I think they can see the end of the road. I think a lot of this, like my lad says, the only reason he's got Windows is because the games, Linux is just nowhere near as good with the with the game optimizations and these AAA games that he plays. Yeah. So they get in there. When, when they do get that good, then I think it will be the end of Windows, or it will be the end of paid operating systems i know windows you can mm. get it free really yeah
0: anyway there's been a little bit of a, a yes. birthday celebrations pac-man is 40 years old and he's got good a bad god. back and he has to get up three times in the night for a wee nowadays good god getting older isn't it
1: yeah there's um you, everyone knows the story of pac-man anyway don't don't we
0: yeah we know Pac-Man. About
1: how, how how it was made and you know the the sound effects and i read it again recently it's, it's an interesting story how it was made anyway one one other thing oh you, you've got a good one here moon patrol on a pet
0: yeah uh, someone's made moon patrol reasons. working on a commodore pet i found it the other day and i found a youtube of it and i put um i put the the link on the no shouts and it was done in ascii text i know. I thought, you, I thought you'd like it's obviously silent as well because i don't think this the pet the pet had sound at all even beeps yeah, how cool mm. is that? Playing playing Moon Patrol on a nineteen seventy seven computer, wherever it came out. I was four.
1: Ooh, here's another one that my lad sent me. His his friend at work, mm-hmm. Mame.net dot net code project. There's a a thing that they're doing for hacking the ROMs with a sixty eight thousand debugger and a Z eighty debugger. Oh yeah so they can I know people can hack the ROMs anyway but I think they're getting a bit better with this thing I'll put we'll put a link in the Mm no-shows the main main architecture of main.net and there's a there's a description about how they like change one of the fighting games to include um, probably me and you in it oh that'd be good super shiny and voracious Vic I can kick you right in chops the main move would be like a beard scratch Mine a massive
0: harumph. I just like shoot harumph. a big black cloud of harumph at you.
1: Instead of hadouken, <laughs> it's harumph harumphun. And I and I have fireballs at my beard. Be I, cool. I might try that. I might try that in the back garden. Anyway, sad news here. We knew this was gonna happen, but it's Nerg twenty twenty is is yes. cancelled. Postponed for a year. Yeah. So shout outs to them. I hope they're all okay. I've been speaking to Phillies. alright, big Phil. And also it's been a while since we recorded, don't we? Like Alex's VACFest has been postponed. Yeah, obviously, obviously. And um, Play Expo Manchester has been postponed. Everything's postponed. It's
0: not surprising. was. Everyone's got to keep safe, though, so it is, it's it's yeah. sensible, really. Um, it's a real pain, though, because I'm sure there was a lot of lot of um, stuff going on in the background and, and organisation, and you know, hopefully they they they're going to get the money back for things they've they've ordered, and you know. Stuff like that, and, and then the, the premises they've obviously had to hire and stuff like that. So, hopefully, everything's going okay. And I look forward to that next year because I actually was. I haven't been to NERG for a few years, it's a very long way for me to go.
1: Mm. And I
0: was actually going to go this year, I was looking forward to going.
1: I love NERG,
0: yeah, it's a good one. Um, but just oh, I love the nightlife
1: as well. It's like the, the, the day is the, this great show, and the night is a great night out. Oh, I love it,
0: yeah.
1: But oh no, not today,
0: not, no, not this year. year, I mean. Well, basically, nothing's on this year, is it? At the moment, we still don't know what's going on yet. We have to sort of hang fire and find out what goes on with this virus. Hopefully, it's all going to go away soon. But I've got me doubts. Got me doubts. Mm. Anyway, anyone out there, keep safe. Keep safe. Keep safe. Yeah. I, you know, you lot keep on about, especially Lewis Gamer, our mate Lewis, goes on about the Mister and Mister Tronads, mm. and also Sean Courtney, and a friend of ours, mm. all got these Mister boards, the FPGA and everyone's going on about it and i've sort of decided nah it's a bit expensive it's still emulation it's good emulation obviously hardware emulation bit expensive I have still. it's really good it's really yeah, good yeah you lot keep on at me about it i'm i'm sort of dipping my toe i'm going to dip my toe just carefully in it yeah. and i've i've ordered a zx uno 4.1 this is a of fpga but it's for the zx spectrum but that's not what I'm interested in. It's quite a lot cheaper, about €50, Euros, something like that. A lot cheaper than the Mr., and obviously not as good as the Mr., but it has got an 8-bit eight, arcade cores you can run on it. So I'm going to get this and see what it's like. And, yeah, I might have to get a
1: Mr. I might have to get one. I've played a Game Boy one.
0: That's oh, I'm not interested terrific. in that. I just want it for arcade. That's all I want it for. I don't want anything else. I've got the proper machines I want to play. I've got my snares, NES, master system, uh, PC engine, all that sort of stuff, Atari 7800s, all that I've got original hardware for that and I've got the SD cartridge solutions for it. So I've got everything I need there I want to play. On the CRT in front of me as well. But the Mr. would be purely for arcade stuff. I'm I've, really interested in it.
1: A PC engine core as well. And I've played a game called Gate of Thunder, which are just Gate of Thunder. By. It's amazing. It's a really good side scrolling blaster. I've really heard good.
0: of that one I've probably got it on the SD yes. card but probably not played it but yeah the Mister is sounding promising but I'm going to check out what the ZX Uno is like first I'm actually bought a little adapter for it which goes straight into jammer you plug this thing into it straight into jammer that easy oh wow so you'd have to buy all these add-ons I know, I know the Mister is just one add-on isn't it you've got to buy for it I think you've got to buy a memory module for most games and the IO add- add-on I think that's it that's all you need to plug it into a arcade cabinet so yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that so that's going to come from spain it's on its way um but the thing is i bought this already from a company called amigastore.eu and mm-hmm. immediately they said to me oh we noticed you bought the 4.1 we've got the new and improved plus version do you want that and I said, no no thank you i don't want that i'm buying this for a special reason okay two or three weeks went by and I knew already it's going to take a while to come because usually they've got to make it and all this sort of stuff because it's like a sort of homemade kind of thing. And nothing was coming. So I sent them an email saying, um, have you got any tracking number for this thing, please? He said, it's not turned up yet. Nothing. I'll send a few people who know about it. I said, what's going on with this thing? It does take a while to arrive. Don't worry about it. And then I sent them another email. Um, I'm getting a bit worried about this now. You've not said anything about it. not said it's dispatched. What's going on with it? Nothing. So I, someone suggested to me, you get onto them on Twitter, they'll, add, they'll see that, because it's obviously it's public, everyone will see it. Gone to Twitter, within a day, they got back to me, oh, we'll see what's going on with that. Oh, we've had no mm. emails from you at all. I was like, yes, you have. And mm. basically, I don't think you can get the 4.1 anymore. So they'd either ignored me, or forgotten about it, or was hoping I'd say, well, give us a new one. So in the end they did they did come through and say oh we're sorry we've still got it on the the website we shouldn't have on the website we're going to get rid of it so people can't get you know realize we haven't got it anymore and we can't get them anymore do you want the other one i said no thanks i'll have my money back and i actually got a 4.1 from the person who sold me the the jammer adapter he had them in stock still so hopefully i've got that soon it should come any day now
1: what's the difference then
0: i think the 4.1 hasn't has got the little adapter pins to put onto this thing that I'm gonna plug into Jammer and the new one hasn't got that. It doesn't work with the adapter basically, so I couldn't plug into Jammer straight away. I think there's ways of doing it, but it's not as easy. So I thought I'd right. have a simple one which is slightly cheaper and it's gonna do everything I want. But it was really annoying that they didn't just say, We haven't got that one, sorry. Mm. And I would have just said, Okay, I'll find it somewhere else. So yeah, bit annoying that. What else have we got on our news and stuff and everything? Oh, there's a game called Clockwork Aquario. Have you heard of this?
1: I have just now.
0: It's a game called it. Clockwork Aquario found... Uh, it was developed in 1992 and it was it was shelved. And it was developed by West One, who made Wonder Boy, uh, to fit on a Sega System 18, which is quite a good set of um, arcade hardware. And it's going to get, I think it's been finished off now, it's going to get a release on digital and physical from strictly limited games on modern platforms. So I presume you'll get it, it on Switch, Steam, PS4, and the, the Xbox One, or whatever it's called. And yeah. some of the original team members were contacted to help finish off the game. We've got a link in the no-shirt, and it looks a really nice platformer. It looks a really good little game. Mm-hmm.
1: Lovely looking thing. Aquarium. I wonder if it's something to do with Aquarium or something, or...?
0: I have no idea. It looks really nice and colourful, though. I love the look of it. Water.
1: It. Water. Aqua. Aqua Rio. So it could be water in Rio de Janeiro. You've got Would to you buy a bottle of water. Sean, you know all those Rio...
0: words in your head that are all jumbled around? <laughs> Put them into coherent sentences for the listeners, please.
1: Oh, well, I've, I've struggled with that, Vic. Go on, carry on. What's the next thing? The
0: last thing before we go on to the feedback is if anyone fancies a rather nice cotton material arcade stroke console-themed face mask going out in public Yeah. the are around uh, my wife is making them and selling them for £7.50 delivered anywhere in the EU they're really nice looking I've put some pictures of some on the no-shirts people look at a load of people have bought some already and they're really nice looking things I've actually got a Donkey Kong one for taking the dog out for a walk I wear a black one at work normal standard black one at work and I go out with a Donkey Kong one and set dog for a walk Ooh, they're really nice, nice looking they're good Uh, They've also got a filter pocket in them, so they're three layers. You've got the outer layer, filter pocket, then the inner layer, and they've got a nose wire as well. So when you pinch it around your nose, you don't steam your glasses up, Sean.
1: Oh, that's what I was struggling with. Yeah. I wore one as a joke when we did this Zoom podcast the other week,
0: Yeah,
1: and I was steaming up.
0: Yeah, that's that's what you don't get with ease, Not as much.
1: Or oh, get us a couple. I'll speak to. I'll speak after the I'll thing. Sort you one out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you want to DM her on Twitter at Tori Doki. T O R I D O K I. Listener feedback. Geo Slake says, "Yee! Sean is back!" Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Lots of exclamation marks. He was shouting. That's the best news since the COVID thing. That's not good news. If this beard idiot plans to leave the show again at some point, I request a Vic punch right in his chops.
1: Oh, rat fish. Yeah, I've I've had loads of these. Thank you very much. I've some of them with. I've, we've put on the notes but I'd, honestly I'd really a lot of them it's really nice to be supported and loved by people and not it it's lovely mm-hmm. it's really lovely for uh, like Chris CMP he's put I should probably get around to playing one of these games one month maybe you can add in second games with custom controls now there's a bit more time to play I propose Arkanoid
0: ah he proposes Arkanoid because he's very good at it mm. I i would love to do that i would love to get some extra controllers in but the thing is i've got to make the damn things before i can play them i'm not very good at arkanoid but we do have to cover it because it's a great game
1: you can play it on mouse which is hard
0: yeah i need a, i need a spinner on- really i have to make maybe i should make myself a, a usb spinner or something
1: play it on trackball you made me that trackball didn't you
0: i did yeah well we'll have to sort something out sean i know you can buy usb spinners but they're very expensive they're about 75 quid they're quite expensive God. we'll work something out we'll work something out anyway yeah oh sean you've been spotted at santa monica breaking social distancing rules and there's a picture of a sort of something going on here and there's a bloke who looks really like you in it
1: i know <laughs> it's a
0: dead spit of you there's loads of you running around the planet isn't there i
1: know oh, it's a that scary, scary thing that, yeah, that's quite a good one that's an eight out and well, a nine out of ten look like that that's one, a nine it? out of ten holly like holly alike Oh, is a comment from Ross Ross. Great to hear Sean back. The new monthly format is a splendid idea. I had been struggling to find time to play since number two kiddo has come along. Congratulations. So now I'll have much more time to get a score in. Hopefully you guys will find it more enjoyable too, and be easier going on your schedules. It oh. is. It's better a month, isn't it? Yeah, is I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it is. More chilled, isn't it? Anyways, great to have the dynamic duo back on the air together. Looking forward to the next episode. Thanks, Ross, 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 Thank Ross, you.
0: This is Chris Doherty or Doherty. I think it's pronounced Doherty. Only just discovered your podcast of the other week. Wish I found it earlier. Anyway, it's helped me a lot get through the day while farming here in sunny, slightly radioactive Fukushima. Farming in Fukushima? Brilliant. <laughs> not sure if you have ever delved into the whole Japanese auction site of things but or not, but I thought I would share anyway just in case. Yahoo Auctions is quite big here, they don't have eBay, and you can find a massive amount of cool stuff best start bidding now before the prices go up from overseas buyers i believe they're making it easier to bid from abroad now and he's given me some links here and some japanese uh kanji text or it might be hiragana translates to arcade game circuit board there is also mercari which is another auction site how it's less foreign friendly like yahoo auctions or i think there are website services that help people bid on this site and organize postage same with yahoo uh, hope you find these some goodies. Now, I haven't used any of the Japanese auction sites. I know people have done before, and I have bought from Japanese sellers on UK eBay, and they're mm. really, really good. They The Japanese sellers do some very, very honest prices, and they usually send you little gifts as well. They usually send you like some Japanese tea bags or some sweets in there as well. They're really cool. And the guy who sold me my, my SNES Mini and my NES Mini did me some really good deals on it, really good deals. They're excellent to deal with, the Japanese sellers. So I might have to look into that. Oh, excellent. And we've got a Japanese friend who can help me work out the uh, the translations as well, hopefully. So that'd be quite good. So thank oh, you for that, Chris.
1: Uh, a message from Graham Tenshearers. First things first. Brilliant news. The Bearded Fool is back on the podcast. Hasn't been the same without you on board. Bring on the jam-related tomfoolery. Yeah, I wasn't surprised hearing all the negative comments on Terra Cresta. I personally have a love-hate relationship with it. I do. I still like it, but even though it drives me yeah, mad. Yeah, and me. I really thought Charlie Farr would have enjoyed the game. Anyways, loss was my game for the high score challenge. He, he would have blown my score out of the water if he'd played it anyway. <laughs> I'd like to give my own personal shout-out to Daniel Robbins for breaking the world record on Flicky. Yes. Oh,
0: you swine. He's just scooped us. I've got that in the notes later on.
1: Yeah, she played, she kept playing I was, I was watching. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah, no, I wasn't Yeah, I was, hang on, I wasn't Anyway, I know what it takes to roll the game And for two and a half hours to score What she scored, Danielle's done really brilliant So congratulations Come on, Rick, let's have a resident ping What's a resident ping?
0: A, res- a resident ping or a resident
1: ping It's a resident
0: ping I will like save a- the resident ping for when I want to give the resident ping out I don't just give pings out willy-nilly, you know <laughs>
1: Come on, Sean, let's get some practice in on Flicky. Yeah, I'm I'm way out of it. You beat my high score on the Sidekick app, and to think I was inspired to play Flicky after watching your gameplay at the UK VAT meet in 2016. You made the game look way too easy. I haven't played it a hell of a lot since then.
0: Well, you need to practice, because you will never be Tanya Robbins. I know, but I, I
1: I can loop it. I can... Well, there's looping and there's looping on Flicky, aren't they? Because when you finish all 48 levels, the next level start again. Actually, you've got to get to 50 to get the bonuses. 48
0: levels. Danielle could do that without even opening her eyes.
1: I know. And then there's different graphics. I'm not sure when the graphics repeat that the maps are the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Such a good game. I hate it, but I like the fact it exists. Yeah. Because it's a really
0: like... nice looking game. I just, it doesn't appeal to me at all. I've got real problems with it. But I think it's a great game. Mm. Bill Wellham I didn't play Terra Cresta. I've always been put off the game by the woeful Famicom version. Did you know you can't move diagonal in the Famicom port? Bloody annoying. I don't know what he's on about there, Bill. Bill, what are you on about? Because I played it on an emulation and you can go diagonal. I think your joypad's knackered, mate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm not sure what's going be... on there. Robin Mangum. My commute is now from my bed to my desk. I'm not sure how many commutes this podcast will take. I might go and sit in the car and listen to it. (laughs) Why not? Benson Rad, listener
0: number four. Great to have you back, Sean. Hope you're both well and surviving the lockdown. I really enjoyed the podcast and been enjoying this month's game, Magical Crystals 2. Had never even heard of it before. Played it on the cab on a Pandora's box and got my best score in Maine. It's a fun game, nice catchy music. It had the kids next door leaning over the fence. He's got games machines in his shed. It kept me coming back for more. It's all about learning the patterns, I guess. I found the weapon you can pick up against the first boss rather annoying, where the character throws a large ball that explodes, but it's too hard to actually get close to the enemy to throw it. I tried my best to avoid picking up that power-up. We'll definitely play some of the games after this.
1: Cheers. Mm, that You do use that. That's If you can throw it right, you can get him quite easy. Mm, okay. That that blue that blue bomb. Anyway, Rygar. I be a pirate and I play games. I along walk the planks and Egypt. Sure. Ar, yeah, sure. I'm sorry, 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 Vic. I'm, I'm all right, honestly. Thanks for the podcast, Jabs <laughs> <laughs> and the stru- structure and direction they bring to these strange and shapeless times vick and Vic and guests have been great they have been but it's nice to have the dream team back welcome home sean been doing my best to keep up the 10p challenges terry crests was okay but i doubt i'll go back to it there's t- just too many small flaws and ropey collision detection just mm. justify the investment of time and energy yeah they- it's not ropey it's just unforgiving yeah, you know you just got a tiny hit a tiny pixel Magical Stars was better I've never heard of this before thinking me magical crystals mm-hmm. if I had more time I reckon I could have beaten it honest if you're looking for a lesser known classic for a future episode I'll consider an underrated Taito shooter Tokyo aka Scramble Formation I've heard of that I've heard of it's, it it's a simple game with some nice touches including a chunky base thump when you drop a coin in the slot you know it makes sense
0: mmm well look out for that one mmm um, I'm going to sell my Terra Cresta board because I I dislike it that much. Oh! Anyone wants to buy a Terra Cresta bootleg, I am gonna have it off me for fifty quid or whatever. Stupid game.
1: It's better with auto fire and endless lives. You can sort of just sort of Meh. plod along on it. Meh. Plod along. Meh. Friendly shout
0: outs.
1: like i said before shout out to all the people with kind words about my return to the show thank you very much it is nice it's nice fig thank you uh
0: smarty martin laws for helping me out with my space of Otis. thank you martin uh, john singletary for sending me those lovely things in the post oh mr tronaz for helping out with may mini file bobby at odds at his operation successful operation hopefully he's on the mend now and this is a good one. This will get a resonant ping, even though I should be doing a normal ping now. She's going to get both, actually. This is Danielle Robbins has smashed a world record of flicky, not with a hammer, Sean, with a dirty great wrecking ball with a bulldozer attached by getting 24,119,640 points. She got to level 701.
1: I watched a couple of their streams because it's very late at night here and it's early for them. It's like early evening and it were like, I think, me and Trona were watching it at one point, and she she were getting like 9 million dead easy. Jesus. And it was... <laughs> yeah, it's like 2 in the morning, I think. So I didn't see all of them. But yeah, well done, Level Daniel.
0: 701.
1: Ooh. That's madness. I saw, uh, saw uh, Pete Hahn on these streams, and he'd once he seed What was it? R- everything. Type Leo. Yeah, R-Type Leo, which I really like that game.
0: I've got a board of that as well, and that's for sale, yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah, so shout out to Pete and everyone, everyone at the Ghost Hope. You're coping well in these strange and bizarre times.
0: Yeah, Let us not take it away from Danielle. She's done an amazing job there. It's such a massive score. She thrashed the score, thrashed it. Well done.
1: And then when you see, when you get in sticky situations in that game, and the reactions that she's got to dodge, like there's like one pixel space when you're jumping over the the cats, yeah, and you've got all the chicks in tow. Yeah. and the cat hits one of the chicks, and they all split up again. But she's jumping in between him and dodging. When you know when because it's all patterns. You do all patterns all the way through. Yeah. But inevitably, you're going to make a mistake or something happens. And she, the way she recovers and not lose a life, is yeah. amazing.
0: It's really good. Such a good score. And talking yeah. of good scores, uh, someone called Mister Pitchy has got five hundred ninety thousand five hundred points on Frogger. Frogger, the game I can barely get 17,000 on. And he did Good it on God. Twitch, a Twitch thing, which I'm going to put on the, the show notes, a URL for that. Uh, it's a stream, and he's done it on main, but he wants to try and do it on a real arcade cab. Now, the main world record is over a million points for Frogger. I was at Fun Spot in New Hampshire for my birthday when I was 40, and the, 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 you know, lots of players go there to beat record stuff. I was watching Guy do the record then, and he was on like 450,000 points on Frogger then. So it's obviously over a million on MAME now. I think it's about wow. 600,000 on the arcade. But I Oof. think our Mr. Pitchy could probably beat that if he kept going on it. But that's a massive score, isn't it? It's really, really good. I watched a bit of Twitch on there, and it's really good because that game speeds up, and it goes back slow again. It speeds up and goes back slow. And, and some of the bits on it, where there's so much on the screen, so much going on, he was just perfectly doing it. Really, really good play. Mm-hmm. But So Mr. Pitchy is now he's rocking in at third place on the scoreboard. On the world record, well played, Main. well, well played. played, sir. I understand you have a quiz for me, Mister Sean. Yes. Arcade Master Quiz. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a part there. Oh, Give dear. me a quiz, young man. Give me a quiz
1: to quiz you right up mate Give it you ready to me. yes 10 questions there's more than 10 points as normal on offer here Come on. right number one apart from pac-man can you name any of the five games released on the inaugural mame release in february 1997 mame is 23 years old what were the other four game name any one of the other four games if you can name more you get more points on the original mame release
0: yeah because mame you know. started out as a pac-man emulator didn't it
1: yeah, they're all maze games. All maze the f- games? The other four are all maze games.
0: Lock and Chase? No. Ooh. Are they derivatives of Pac-Man?
1: They're all on that hardware. Okay. Apparently, I
0: think. Ms. Pac-Man?
1: Yeah, Ms. Pac-Man.
0: Super Pac-Man?
1: No, no more Pac-Mans. Oh. I should stop this. Go on. Do you want to have another guess? Uh One of your favourites... Maze game. Turtles. No. It was kind of a maze game. Yeah. Ladybug. Ladybug, oh, Ladybug was, was it? Yeah. That There's is a Ladybug. Pac-Man hardware. Though. Myth does Miss Pac-Man bootleg, Crush Roller, Pengo, and Ladybug, and the only one that run perfectly well, I think, was Pengo. Oh. Pac Pac-Man had graphical issues. Another one had no sound, so it was really basic emulation at that time. Yeah.
0: So when I first started using MAME, it was DOS running in Windows. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I remember it was being really good back then. They're, they're really simple front ends as well, which are just like DOS screens, like an old DOS screen. They work nicely.
1: That's okay. the reason I got a PC. <laughs> when, I found, when I discovered that MAME was out, I was on, on a PlayStation 1 and I discovered that MAME was out, and that is the reason I got a PC. <laughs> That's a good reason Any, to get one. Anyway, number two. Number two and three are anagrams from our weekly Zoom meetup. These anagrams come from Sol, right? Oh, oh God! You might have to write this down. Right, this is an anagram of an uh, early whoa, whoa, ages let me get arcade a pen. Game. I need a pen. <laughs> I need
0: a pen, Mickey You Might
1: be able a to a do pen? it in your head. I can't do anything in my head.
0: In I'll my get me pencil head. case. Let me space it with this pencil case. God, it's pencils, pencil pencils, pencils, pens and stuff. Pens. Pens are friends.
1: Sorry, I should have told you this. Notepad now, for God's sake, Sean. Right, go on then. Right, first one, one of two. Dexterous Ladies. That is an anagram. D-E-X-T-R-O-U-S-L-A-D-I-E-S. That is an anagram of an early 80s game, shooter. Right. You Any good at anagrams?
0: Usually, yeah, with an X in it. Because of time limits, I might have to come back to this. So that's one. What's the other one?
1: The other one <laughs> is Fungus Market. F F U N G U S M A R K E T Fungus Market. They're, these are from Seoul. These are the funniest names that were.
0: <laughs> and they're, they're early arcade games, yeah?
1: Yeah. Fungus Market is 1984. Dexterous Ladies is 1981, I think. Okay. I'll come back to those. Okay, then. This is a question from Mr. 20 to 5 you might not get this toa plan developed a game released in japan as dash yaru which was later licensed to taito to the western market under what name dash yaru do you want the clue because you, you it might be a bit obscure it's an overhead motorbike racer
0: go on tell me
1: rally bike
0: no nah, never heard of it it's not that one
1: <laughs> okay right, next five this is a 10 pence question on which podcast did the 10 pence logo change from purple pence to red pence? you got a plus of five variation you can have here. Oh. Which number podcast? It's a lot longer 42. ago. 42. No.
0: 63. Oh, damn it. Rubbish.
1: Number six. To whom did a Namco license Gallagher 88 for the North American market? Amstar? No. Atari.
0: Oh, God. Of course it is an Atari cab. It's Pac-Mania cab, isn't it?
1: Oh, no. <sighs>
0: Harumph. I'm doing crap tonight.
1: Right. Four it's all point- these dexterous ladies. Dexterous ladies? Yeah, that put me off. The There's four points on offer here. Can you name... Well, name as many tracks as you can of the four tracks in pole position two. Can you name the tracks... Fuji? Yep. Yokohama?
0: No.
1: Nope.
0: Oh. Hungaro Ring? No. One more. I don't know. It's a racing game. I don't know anything about racing games.
1: You could have had a Test. <laughs> <laughs> test, which is just an oval. <laughs> right. Suzuka and oh. Seaside. Wow. Seaside, right. Number eight. Oh, Vic. Right. right, you might get this what was the original name for the Atari Classic Missile Command? They changed it because the name was a bit aggressive. Oh, God. Was it World War? No. Oh! It was Armageddon.
0: Have I, got um, none? Have I got none so far?
1: You've got one. Oh, my
0: God. This is the worst I've ever done. <laughs>
1: Right, you might get this. Know. In New Rally X, a word appears when you collide with an enemy. What is that word? Bang. Yes, you got that one. Yes. I know you got three. You got three, you got the first one, right? Well, right, this this is a fifty fifty. True or false? Blah. Magician Lord was a nineteen ninety launch launch title for the Neo Geo MVS arcade system. True or false? True. True, yeah. And a bonus point for how many official mvs titles were released for the system not counting hyper neo geo 64 well how many short in total in total plus or minus 10 you've got yeah
0: 79
1: 148 oh god way out yeah rubbish right so you've got these just a minute i've got... got to get
0: back to dexter's ladies and fungus market
1: <laughs> you've got four out of ten
0: Right, so I'm going to can... do a little bit of editing here because I'm going to actually have a think about this and you're going to look at me looking confused for a bit and I'll edit no. it down. All right. Some time passes. Ah, Fungus Market's Kung Fu Master. Yeah. Yep. And Dexterous Ladies is. I give in.
1: Asteroids Deluxe.
0: Oh, okay. That doesn't look like it fits in there. Oh, okay. (laughs) Can you tell Sol I hate him?
1: (laughs) It was in his quiz. So I'll be recording again now. After two hours, we're back.
0: Yeah. My head is sore from scratching so hard. Oh, that was hard work, that one. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Let's have a note from a sponsor. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. With a style of entertainment that Pac-Man never knew, an endless supply of floating goodies, oranges, pretzels, four different screens, each with different exits and entrances, and the green screen so difficult to reach, you may never see it again. Don't you
1: know I'm more than
0: Pac-Man with a bow. Reach for Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> Feature game review. Right then, Sean, this was your choice. Yes! And, and it is Magical Crystals uh, 1991, or later game for us, by Canico, licensed to Atlas. It had a main CPU, which was a Motorola 68K, 12 MHz, which was quite common for the time. Two General Instruments AY8910s, good old sound chips. An Ochi 6295. Uh, the screen orientation is a horizontal game the video resolution 256224 common resolution screen refresh 60 hertz palette colours a whopping 2048 popping colours wow two players if you like uh, on the same screen at the same time Sean yeah yeah uh, 8 way joystick simultaneous 8 way joystick two buttons fire and jump and it sounds just like this
1: we've got an implausible backstory here haven't we no it's
0: a totally true backstory that i did not wake up at all go on then this is a sad tale of the magic brothers richard and trevor failed magic show performers from frinton seafront the brothers are married to actual fairies and the height difference does not bother them they are very in love with their tiny flying wives however some daft get has kidnapped the wafts and their mates and imprisoned them in crystals and scattered them all over the floating islands the buggers Floaty Islands, lots of whizzing stuff underneath, which does your head in. Does, doesn't it? It says and that I, on a flyer. I, uh,
1: does your head in. How, how to play. A strange one, this, I've put. A vertical push screen, shooty, jumpy, platformy, mazey thing. Mm, I think that's, that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Snappy. Yeah. It reminds me of Marching Maze, a game we covered in Podcast 33, March 2015. Rescue all the pixies by collecting crystals. An exit appears when all the crystals... Are all the Pixies are collected. Pixies can act as a shield.
0: And a weapon. I noticed they knocked stuff out of the way if you hit them when they were yeah, circling yeah. you.
1: Yeah. yeah, they can, yeah. But if they get hit, they fly away and you lose bonus points awarded at the end of the level. You have jump and shoot. Standard bullets are a fairly short shot but they can bounce off walls and stuff. And crystals just don't hold fairies. They hold power ups. so you can get... You Bigger bigger bullets, three way shots and like big bombs. And you also get a timer extend as well from these power up crystals. And you can be, okay. you can make you make you massive. Oh yeah, yeah, massive invulnerability bit. What about that? Mm. I love it when I get massive invulnerability. Blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> oh my god anyway the game is split into six worlds each containing three acts the third act of each world is a boss battle and defeating the boss will give you loads of crystals you run around and then get the one in the middle you, mm-hmm. you speed up actually when you do that you then get these end of level box uh, end of level bonuses pix is rescued hit miss ratio time left then you get mini games and i think they're all quite fun actually yeah. As you tug, of, tug of war you just just of the button whack-a-mole which is what it sounds like you've got a I just stand in the middle of the screen and whack the mole in nine different, or is it seven different holes yep. and a hypersport style clay pigeon shooting, which is, I enjoy the best. That's quite good. That, yep. you know, these, these like gremlin goblin things fly from each side of the screen, just shoot them like you did doing track and field mm-hmm. hypersport. Sorry. You're in the air as well. Platforms are hovering over forests, skyscrapers, flowing lava, ice mountains, sand dunes, etc. So basically don't fall off a platform collect the pixies, get to the exit before you run out of time. Yeah. These are some things what the game does say. Your friends are trapped inside the crystals. You've rescued all the pixies. Now get out. (laughs) Now get out. Not in play. Please help player one. That comes over the other side. So you start one player. It says, not in play player two. Please help player one. Uh You're running out of time. Hurry up and move. Cheeky gets. Some things
0: what the game doesn't say. (laughs) <laughs> the friends in the crystals think your hat looks stupid. Oh. Did you know the capital of Bulgaria is Sofia? No. Does my pixie bum look big in these wings? No. Did you hide the cheese in the <laughs> washing machine again, Henry? Yes, he did. They are things that the game does not say. <laughs>
1: Enemies are bizarre. They are, they're really weird. Cannons, there's tons of cannons. Planes, thing on a spring. Charlie Farrell likes thing on a spring. Green mini dragon dogs, suicidal mugs of water, fish aeroplanes, exploding blue cubes, flying bat things, translucent ghosts, really hard snowballs. God, they're hard. Sunglass wearing fireballs, a big fluffy sneezy thing, big blue puffer things, puffer fish things sure are these yeah. things
0: in the game or things going through your head at the moment
1: no they're really in this game this is such a bonkers game are you sure well they do go through are the you end sure? as well
0: sure?
1: some of them do Vic. yeah so yeah anyway end of level bosses are bizarre as well that you get a bat jelly thing a round dinosaur thing an evil larval evil lava beast thing a one-eyed bowling ball thing there's loads of them there's six actually lots of so, things Lots of weird things. Graphics on the platforms are bizarre. You get Nazca lines, love hearts, CND symbols, circuit boards, caveman drawings, dinosaur bones—really strange stuff. Hmm. But it's it's colourful, and there's a lot going on, so it's got that going for it. You can scramble back up to a ledge after falling off by tapping either button. Tapping fire button instead of jump when you get back on the ledge is better. So if you tap jump you get on the ledge and immediately jump so tap yeah. fire burn about four times to get back up mm-hmm. moving platforms can be steered they can go backwards and forwards once you're on them mm-hmm. did you know that? Yeah, yeah i've done that there's the ones that look like someone's knocked a gate over and there's like a one that looks like a, a candy cab yeah watch out for the disappearing platforms what diff- 70s disco shoes those kind Platform of platforms shoe. Yeah, they disappear and you fall down. And the poor little guy spins and he he off. Here's one from a little tip from Neil Twenty to Fat. What's the damage? Don't shoot out or don't miss out for a big hit bonus. Hit miss bonus. Sorry, at the end of each level.
0: Yeah, if you if you don't miss anything and you shoot stuff, you still get the same thing. But if you run around and don't shoot anything, i.e. you don't miss anything you get a 10,000 point 100% bonus for that. It's a shot, Mm. ratio, hit, miss kind of thing, rather like 1942. Mm. Yes, the first level is easy to do. You can just whiz up the side and miss everything, jump over things flying at you, and get to the end and get 10,000 points for no reason.
1: Easy. Yep, you you can. hit everything. If you hit everything, you get more points. But by doing that, you take more time, so you get less of a time bonus. Yeah. So, it's a bit so of...
0: you, I think the easier level is you just can whiz by if you want to
1: do it. It's a bit boring yeah. doing that though. Yeah. Hold down the fire button to build up a powerful charge shot. I is... didn't know you could do this.
0: I saw when you when I saw the notes that you wrote in, I did try it. Is it like holding a big fart in?
1: Yeah, but this like <laughs> projects a load of fire and you don't normally do that when you trump.
0: Well, you do it depends a, what you've been you, eating, doesn't it? If you had a you rather a hot dog curry the like night
1: before. Could never do. Know, never know. Some of the round ball enemies break into bits and then come back like from the afterlife. From the, from the afterlife. Graphics and sound. It does have graphics and it does have sound.
0: It definitely has both of those things,
1: yes. They are cute, weird, and it's the art style. It may not be to everyone's taste, but I quite like it. Tunes are jaunty and they may drive you crazy over long periods of play.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I quite like the graphics because it's kind of like 16-bit kind of SNES sort of thing. They've got a bit of uh, that scaling effect in it. When you you go big and when you drop down, it's got a scaling effect. I quite like those kind of things. They were quite Mm. cutting edge in 1992 whenever it was. Yeah. There's no cabinet art. It must have been a kit, I suppose, or a PCB Mm. to fit in in a cabinet. Fairly standard old thing, two joysticks, two buttons each, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Trivia.
0: The only bit of trivia we got is um, I once jumped on my bike in a hurry and sat on my Magic Crystals. It knocked the yeah. wind out of me, I can tell you.
1: Oof. 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 This game has two title screens, have you noticed? It's got the normal title screen in the attract mode. Right. And and then you press five to put the money in or whatever you put in. Yeah. And it comes up with another one. Oh, okay. It's another, attra- another title screen. Very very weird. There must
0: be other games that have got that, surely. Like an extra little page, I don't know. Don't know. Let's do some scores. Yeah, do starting some scores.
1: at the bottom, and I'm not scores at the bottom. Doors, Zestora twenty-seven seven fifty.
0: Andrew Driver thirty-two two five two. Paul McCaskey
1: thirty-two four one three. Steve Tyke thirty-two thousand six hundred and two. Has <laughs> he gone posh, Steve, Steve Tyke? I did for some reason. It's from like the Midlands area. Mm. Like a... Thirty-two thousand six hundred and two. I think he is. I hope so. I think he, is. <laughs> he is now. Thanks. Exploding Pinball Man, 47 I took Magic Crystals once. Once was enough. Greg Mariatti,
0: 52,515. Just time for one game. Not bad, weird hit detection.
1: Ooh, Alan Delta Lima, sixty-four, one five four. 154
0: Swiss Liss, 64,386.
1: 65,118
0: for Michael Vortman. Sol, 65,661. Magic crystals, yeah, I'd rather try crystal meth. Oh, Sullivan,
1: Mark the Happy Dude, 67833, I'm quite glad I forgot to play it. Oh, Ross Ross,
0: 68,894. Pilbo,
1: 72,731.
0: Old Man Steve, 74,943.
1: Drumsy, the creator of arcade, arcade kick and Sidekick. I'm losing the ability to speak as we're going on, Vic. Not great I'm for podcasting,
0: s- Sean. Not great for
1: podcasting. I do hope we get to the end of it. Just played a few quick goes on this month's 10-pence You see, Ten yeah. Pence arcade challenge in the game, Magical Crystals. I feel Sean Holly may have redeemed himself since the last pick.
0: Yes. Less said about the better. <laughs> yeah. Benson Rad, 80,218.
1: One Punch Rob eighty six seven one. I ran out of time on this, unfortunately, as I quite like the game. I'm going to, I'm, I'll be going back into it.
0: Majok ninety one two seventy.
1: Salbug ninety four nine eight two. Not a bad little game, but not good enough to get on my favourites list. Thanks for producing the ten pence arcade podcast. It's one of the few things that helped me to maintain some level of san- sanity through these crazy times. Ian Cullen hundred K
0: nine three eight. Probably won't play this again. Initially thought it was okay, but just not enjoying it enough to keep playing.
1: Same same with me, really. I got well into it, and then because we've played it for a month, I've got a bit bored of it. But Mr Buttons from Cinderella, 108,741.
0: Mr Messi, 112,395.
1: He is Jimmy, 121,160. It's colourful, it's cute, just not a great deal of fun. Me,
0: 122,261.
1: And I'm quite Ooh. surprised I got that far on it. Mark Watner-Gravy, one three one eight two seven.
0: Matthew Bridge, 143,448.
1: Brian Haribo, 150,971.
0: Matt Neo-MK, 167,005. Fanatical Pistols, nice cute style run-and-gun with quirky minigames. Graphics colourful and tunes not too annoying. Isn't drawing me back, though, In for some reason. Probably more fun with two people. Next! Yeah, I he think also, is, yeah. Matt has also been helping me out with that neo geo mini he was helping me uh do the the hacking
1: on it he sent me some good links to that so thank you for that oh nice jping jason barber 173598 this is pretty good first impressions was it should be called tragical fist pull but mm-hmm. it is a good addictive little game and maybe even better in two player here i think so i guess so had enough of it now though me too looking forward to the next one Neil 20 to 5 R neil
0: 177896 good score
1: Mr. Bazaika, one hundred eighty-seven two three six.
0: Uh, Graham ten is one hundred eighty-nine
1: thousand four four five. Uh, Mr. Rygar, one hundred eighty-nine
0: eight six four. Uh, you, Mr. Holly, done quite well in this one. Two hundred thirty thousand and seventy one. That is third place, Mister.
1: Yeah, got third. That's not. That's not bad, is it? Not bad. Got to level four. Charlie Far had is not. Not, he's had three goes, I think, so he's only got... He's not one seed. Yeah, with seed, one eye it. closed, probably, and one eye yeah, tied it's got, back. He's got to round four, bless him. 241,361. Made it to round four, and about as much as I can bear of this. Lovely presentation, but the game's definitely not magical or crystal
0: Or crystal <laughs> yeah. So, the top position... Z- ZX Michael, 249,261. He got to world 4-2. Not played the feature game for a while, although I've been enjoying the podcast. Like the game, it found Worlds 3 and 4 to be quite a jump in difficulty.
1: So while then Zelix michael I, the, uh, I got to the Level 4 boss, so I got to Level 4 3, but got less points.
0: Oh, right. Not doing mm. it quick enough, obviously. Uh, yeah. No ports and sequels of this game, as far as I know. 1991 would have been... Is that sort of Snares Mega Drive years? Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? I don't think this would have done well on those machines. Not enough in there for a for a console game, is it? So I wouldn't have thought any ports sequels for it. And I don't think the older computers would, uh, would have run it anyway.
1: Not enough hardware. The, yeah, so it is quite a short game, I suppose. 18 levels. And, yeah, but the, six
0: main levels with three little ones in between. Yeah, nothing much. The,
1: the ender-level bosses are hard to kill, and they do take a while, even the first one. But what I want to know, Sean, is... Enjoy. well i enjoy it to a point i bet the two players a better experience i thought the game had a nice difficulty curve it sort of ramped up okay for me gradually increasing the aggression of the enemies and the amount of accurate jumping that you have to do because the platforms are disappearing and there's stuff happening while you're jumping. But I don't think I'm going to go back to it because I've had enough now. But it was all right. So enjoy, enjoy, but now annoy.
0: (laughs) You can't have that if one or the other. With me, it's quite firmly annoy. Oh. when i first looked at this i'd seen the game before and i thought "Oh, well, that looks quite good it looks like martian maze but up the screen i like the little the little guy in the hat he's a little wizardy thing looks quite smart um and the first level is dead easy to do and then when you get to the boss it's incredibly fiddly and difficult to do i found it such a jump from just poodling around on the levels you know jumping over balls hitting cannons and avoiding the guys throwing their drink all over you and all that lot and then when you get to the the boss, it's a big blobby thing. You hit him a few times, and he just splits up to a million different bits. And you've got to shoot and shoot and shoot, and he keeps coming. If you don't shoot him quick enough, they form back into the blob again. And I found it, it really simple up to that point. Like, ridiculously, this is just too easy. And then when you get to that bit, I thought, this is bugging me now. It's just annoying. The It wasn't a gradual curve. It's like, easy, 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 hard. And I didn't like it. So... Mm. I do like this the mode seven kind of sprite scaling, you know, especially when you get the big ass power up and you can just stomp over everything. I quite like that. Mm. Um, it didn't really grab me when I played it, and I was annoyed by the blobby boss, so definitely an annoy for me.
1: i I'm going to say I'm going to say enjoy, I think for that.
0: Well you have an enjoy, I Have an annoy Next show's game
1: It is my Peck Sean. Next show's game, and you've left it all blank. I have given you a clue,
0: and I'll give you 1,000 bonus points if you can guess what it is. The clue is, it is a joystick-only game. And you know what games we've played with joystick-only, and you might have a good idea what's left. And and do you know what? This will be a good game for our mate Alex Crowley, Mr Nintendo Arcade himself, because the silly sod has broken his arm.
1: Oh, yeah, shout-outs to Alex. Shout-outs to to Alex. If
0: Fell off something, a silly man working. So hopefully you heal soon, Alex. Um, The only game he can play is Gorf at the minute, because of the trigger. Because this is trigger stick, yeah. So I gave him a little few um, ideas of what he can play. You know, like Ladybug, Frogger, and all that sort of stuff, all the Pac Man games. But this one, Sean, Mm. Cubert's Cubes. Cubert's Cubes. I can play it on my cabinet because I've got it on the Millstar board. What you need to do, kids, is have a four-way joystick and tilt it round 45 degrees. So you're playing diagonals only. There might be a way in Maine, perhaps, to ignore the cardinal positions and only work on diagonals. I'm not sure. But you can just use a four-way joystick and just angle it at 45 degrees. Cubets Cubes is a great game. I expect Charlie Farr to be excellent at it. And I already know that Mr. Short Courtney... Our friend from the Pie Factory podcast is very good at this, so I'll hopefully get a score from him. And I've played it very briefly, and I like it. <laughs> so really? Qbert cubes, kids, and the main the main ROM is
1: it's Qbert Q B E R T Q U B.
0: Okay, uh, three lives, difficulty is standard. Extra life whenever the extra life is standard or standard in ROM. You can right. submit your score with an email to the site. It's vertvic at 10 uk. You can do it on Twitter with the hashtag 10 score one zero p s pscore You can get us on Facebook as a comment on the most recent podcast posts, or, which is our favourite thing to do, go on the Psychic app and, and submit your score there. The deadlines for the score submission is 7th of July.
1: 1700 British Standard Time.
0: Yes, and the 7th of July is seven days after my birthday. Don't forget it, listeners. Don't forget my birthday.
1: I'll get you some of this, year, Vic, I promise.
0: Oh, don't worry about that. Anyway, it's been nice talking to you, Sean, and I didn't really enjoy the game, but I liked talking about it. So I'll see you probably before a month's time, but I'll talk to you in a month's time for the podcast again. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.
1: Thank you, kids. Goodbye.
0: You can download or play the podcast, read all the show notes... And leave feedback at www.tenpencearchay.co.uk. You can email me at vertvic at You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can tweet me at tenpencearchay. We'd love to hear from you for game suggestions, arcade pickups and stories, or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered.